Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It is Monday, so that means it is time to start another great week with a trip report. And we're headed out to Riverside, California with listener Leslie to talk about not one trip, but two trips. How about the first one being a Universal slash Walt Disney World vacation for her daughter's graduation trip? We talk about their stay over at Sapphire Falls at Universal and some fun times in both of the theme parks over there. And then they came over to Walt Disney World and stayed in a two-bedroom villa at Disney's Beach Club Resort. They did have a lot of rain during the trip, so we talked about how they had to pivot to make sure that the rain didn't wash away their plans. They also had some great meals at Homecoming. They did the fantastic dining package with an awesome meal. We talk about that over at 50's Primetime Cafe. And they're big fans of Yak and Yeti. We also talk about a second trip where Leslie went down to Walt Disney World. Kind of last minute. Booked it under a month out with her best friend. And they did 45 miles of walking when they visited both Universal Parks and all four Disney theme parks. Stayed off site and just called it a highlight reel kind of trip. So we get into all the details of that. So strap in. We're headed out to Florida for some fun Disney slash Universal talk to get your week rolling. Of course, our show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation today for no additional cost to you. Just check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do here on the show. Please bookmark it right there in your toolbar and use it as often as you can. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You guys keep us on the air. You make all these shows possible and you can become one of our folks too as well. All you got to do is go over to Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. You can support us for just $5 a month. It's really appreciated. And you'll get our bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,404 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope everybody had a great weekend, got out there and did some of your shopping for the holidays. It's coming up quick and, uh, well, if you're like me, you probably didn't, but we are back from a little quick jaunt down to Cape Girardeau, Missouri, here in uh, in Missouri, as the Francis Howell uh, Varsity Cheer Squad had their state finals this past weekend. And, well, we record this show a little bit early, so I don't know the results, so I'm not going to say anything to jinx anything, but just hope everybody had fun. Maybe hardware's coming back to uh, St. Charles County, maybe not. But proud of the girls either way. So we're going to have a good time today kicking off the week with a fun trip report. And we're headed out to a place where I cannot wait to be in just one short month where I'll be lacing them up to get running. Very close to this area. We're headed out to Riverside, California with our friend Leslie. Leslie, thanks for coming on the show today. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday, Mike. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you on the show. So uh, how are things out on the, is it true West Coast, Best Coast? That's what I've always heard. I think so, but I'm (laughs) very biased. I've only lived here. I I am a sucker for the dry heat. So (laughs) Very nice. Keep it it just nice and uh, comfortable for uh, for all of us runners. I mean, you know, (laughs) Florida can be very temperamental in January. Some years, I mean, they have to shorten the course because it's too hot. I've run marathon weekends where it's spit, like you know, uh, freezing ice pellets on me. It's you, you just don't know what you're getting down in Walt Disney World uh, here in a few weeks. But I just hope it's it's nice weather in California. Typically, it's more calm out there. I think. Yeah, yeah, it is very very calm and 
fairly predictable. All right. Let's hope so. For the love of God, for the, for all the miles we're going to be running in about two weeks. We just need good weather. Okay. So it, I just started a ton of nightmares for all of our, our runners out there, but <laughs> let, let's just don't worry about that right now. So uh, let, let's have a good time. We got a couple of uh, trips to talk about today, but before we do that, uh, give us some of your background into your Disney fandom kind of, uh, you know, I'm guessing West coast, uh, Southern California, maybe grew up Disneyland, but, uh, you know, how was it in your in your childhood, or did you discover it in your adulthood? How'd it go for you? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we're um, Riverside's not too far from Disneyland. We're a little over a half hour drive, um, assuming no traffic, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just. I've decided in my 40s, I'm gonna steer into how old I sound. But um, the first ticket prices I remember was nineteen dollars, oh, and annual passes were fifty nine dollars. Oh my gosh. And. <laughs> I was a young adult when California, you know, Disney's California, I can't, I'm blanking out. (laughs) Disney California Adventure opened up when I was, I think, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was very different then. Um, But we had a pass for both parks for $99. So that's what I did in my late teens and college years is we would go to Disneyland. Um, Again, I'm going to sound crazy old, but in the late 90s, swing dancing made that resurgence. Mm -hmm. And we would go swing dancing at the Carnation Plaza on Saturday nights. Yeah, sounds like a Um, little, like a big, uh, uh, was it Voodoo Daddy? Big, uh, yeah, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And my parents encouraged it. It was good, wholesome fun. (laughs) So we would go swing dance at Disneyland. And um, yeah, we, we had some prom dinners there. Um, yeah, huge Disneyland fan. Um, we were actually pass holders until my daughter got into high school because the sports took over our weekends so we could no longer go. So the passes didn't make sense for us financially. But um, we still go a few times a year, um, is- usually with the Southern California passes. That's so cool. I mean, for one thing, I like the idea that you went there kind of for the swing dancing, for the social aspects of it, because... While I didn't, you know, go to Disneyland until just a couple of years ago and discovered how amazingly awesome Disneyland is, and I can't get it off my mind, I can't get enough of it at this point in my life, I have studied a lot of the history in the time since, and I mean, it sounds like you were doing a lot of the things that made Disneyland such a special place, you know, in the 50s and 60s, you know, with like the date night at Disneyland, and they had all the live entertainment, that's really what it was noted for with the locals, they would come out. And I mean, it sounds like you were kind of rediscovering that with, with your friends, you know, in the, in the nineties and the prices though. And it cracks me up because what you said parallels exactly what my friends did. We had season passes to six flags, but the prices were very similar. Like we pay like, you know, 49, 50 bucks for a, for a year pass, and we would just, because we were broke the rest of the year, we'd pay that 50 bucks. And then when we had no money the rest of the summer, we'd be like, well, what are we going to do? And gas back then was cheap. You know, at least it was here in Missouri, you know, pretty cheap here in Missouri. I had an MGB, which, you know, was basically a go-kart, didn't use hardly any gas. So we'd just drive the 40 minutes out to Six Flags and just kind of hang out because, you know, you already paid and you had your parking pass. You just walk in and you, know, you wouldn't eat in there because it was expensive. You just ride rides, you know, it was all paid for. Yeah. It's, Sounds like you guys yeah. had kind of the similar experience, but at Disneyland, oh my gosh, how cool. Yeah, I know back then parking was $7 and we would eat on the way in, just go to Carl's Jr., get a 99 cent <laughs> famous star and uh, then go into Disney for the night. <laughs> Sounds similar to us. Like we we had like a, like a restaurant road down from Six Flags, you know, down on the service road. It was Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, there's a Pizza Hut, you know, so... You just knew you're not going to pay six flags prices for food. You're going to, you're going to go down on a restaurant road on there and get something cheap. And then you're going to go in full and you're going to be good to go with it. That sounds super interesting. So what do you remember from the past though, before we dive into these two trips, uh, something that was like a memory from back in the day that you wish was still around or, you know, something like that. Oh gosh. I don't know. Um, Oh gosh, on the spot, I don't know. I know Mike. it's hard, I'm but I, I'm, I'm a huge nostalgia fan, and I love like you know our old Six Flags. They had like the the old Jet Stream was a, a long, yeah. you know, very long ago roller coaster that was fun. They had yeah. little uh, MGB cars you could drive, stuff like that. You know, you just reminded me. We um, I I was I was fortunate to be alive during the buckets era, where you would take the buckets mm-hmm. over from where Autopia is through the Matterhorn, like oh. it went through the mountain. And we would always yell. We'd go, like we're a, a Yeti. And then uh, 
we were when we were at Disney World this last trip, we were talking to a family and they said, does this scare you? And my friend said, no, because we're, we're buckets like we we grew up in the bucket area, which was way more wonky than the Skyliner is. So didn't scare us. That's but yeah, so... we, we uh, the buckets were good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, oh, we had used to have, um, you know, the original, the, the Carousel of Progress was innovations in my time. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the cool cast members worked because it was very interactive nice. and it had all these VR experiences. And again, late 90s. <laughs> so it was really cool. It was a really cool thing. Yeah. And last time I went, it was a Star Wars yeah. meet and greet. Yeah, I was going to say, I met Darth Vader there. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally. The pizza so, place is over there. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, it's so funny. It's VR. I'm just picturing like the um, the MTV commercial, the that commercial, the video for Dire Straits. Like it's probably what you saw in the VR. Yes. You know, like ah, you know, we're delivering yeah. uh, color TVs. Like that old yeah. video. They're all choppy looking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so let's talk it's about cutting edge. <laughs> no, it's absolutely. Edge. I love that video. Like you know, gotta deliver those microwave ovens, <laughs> so, custom kitchens. Anyway, so let's talk. We're going to talk about two trips. I want to jump into the, the second trip. We just got to talk about the sheer energy you put into this kind of last minute trip. But the focus of this trip, first trip, was kind of a universal Walt Disney World combo trip for a special reason. So tell us about how this trip came about. Yeah, so this one was uh, it's extra special for me because in okay, what year is it? It's twenty twenty three. In twenty twenty two. Um, I was on a vacation with my nieces and my daughter and my husband and my oldest niece told me, uh, her name's Hannah, she's 29 and she's closer to you than she is to me. She actually lives in Kimber Kimberlene City, Missouri. Oh, cool. So uh, she expressed a desire to go to Universal with us and Disney World. And my daughter said, can we go for my high school graduation trip? So this year my daughter turned 18, graduated high school and the next weekend we we went out and did a combo trip. So we did uh, two full park days at Universal and five days at Disney World. No break days. We had one sleep-in day. But uh, yeah, it was a very fun trip for us. Um, we we stayed on site at Universal at Sapphire Falls. Um, if anyone hasn't been there, it is a really, really tropical, lovely resort. And they have water taxis. So you don't have to take the buses or walk. You can just float on up and go into the parks. So we really try to save our feet. I can't, I can't, I need to sit as much as possible if I'm going to walk as much as, as I do. <laughs> I was going to say, because the second trip we're going to talk about, you did not, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so for folks who don't know Universal, Sapphire Falls kind of falls right in the middle. Like if you're comparing like Walt Disney World resorts, mm -hmm. it would be kind of like an upscale moderate like moderate if you're, yeah if you're thinking about yeah. how kind of the classifications of but it, it's a nice hotel i mean i've done mm -hmm. i haven't stayed there but i've done a tour resort uh, uh, um uh, review i'm uh, not a review but a, a tour of the rooms mm -hmm. and everything over there and it i, I kind of really like this place it's got a lot of nice dining options got a nice uh lounge area it's got great pools it's, it's got it all i like it yeah it's cool yeah they had a pool with a small water slide we loved the pool um, yeah, you're right. Great dining. Um, the staff was amazing. And then we, we, the reason we booked it is because we wanted that transportation. We wanted, um, we couldn't really afford to stay on, on site, like at Hard Rock or Royal Pacific. They were just a little out of our price range because we need, we had four adults and we needed two rooms. So Sapphire Falls fit the bill. It was, it was more affordable, but still with the water taxi, or we could walk if we were feeling up to it. We didn't, but you could, yep. which is nice to know. I mean, it, so you, you might want to walk if like you go to Toothsome's and have one of those big shakes with like another dessert on top of the shake like I had when I was there. That's why I walked all yeah. the way back to uh, Cabana Bay because I felt like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have had that whole thing. Um, but it was it was worth it. So real quick, though, tell us about just your time at the two parks over at Universal. Was there anything that stood out to you guys like P Potter fans that that was your focus? Was it nostalgia like because E.T. is the best ride at Universal, in my opinion? I mean, uh, I you know, there's, there's no debating that. But I mean, anything yes. else? Yeah, E.T. is e. great. And um, <laughs> it was fun for us because my niece had never been to Universal Orlando. And so we took her on E.T. and just hearing her talking quietly to herself going, ooh, nightmares, ooh, nightmares. <laughs> 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 all of the 
the people on planet were, uh, you know, they're, they're a little weird. They are. So <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's, there, there's a few things that are like, is this, is this real life? Like, am, yeah, am, am, I, am I just having a nightmare? Or am, am I having a fever dream? What, what's going on? Yeah. 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 But we did, we, we, we tried to hit up everything we could. Um, you know, we did, we did the Simpsons ride. We did the men in black ride, which is really fun. Um, we did do ET, as I mentioned, we, I think we rode, we rode a lot of things. We, we were fortunate to get on Hagrid's and Velocicoaster and we did some water rides, which I think was the wettest I've ever gotten on a ride. It was the, uh, the Dudley do right themed ride. Ooh, it, uh, we, I, we pretty yeah. much went underwater. Yeah, I, I, that was one when we were over there because, we, again, we were doing training at Universal a few years back. And I, that's one I just tapped out. I did the Jurassic Park one because I was like, okay. at least there's like more than just getting just, you know, like just dunking yourself. Right. Yes. That one, yes. I was like, I mean, I may as well jump in a lake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, uh, no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, we, we, we even had ponchos. We were prepared and we had flip-flops and we still got absolutely soaked. I, I don't know what the water did, but it got every single inch of our bodies. That's what happens. That's, that's a, if you sit next to me on Cali river rapids at animal kingdom, uh, that, that happens too. Like it doesn't matter. Like I'm a magnet. I mean, the thing, it will rotate if you ride thunder river at six flags in St. Louis too. I mean, I am in the, I'm the unluckiest dude. If you sit across from me, you're going to be totally dry. You are guaranteed. I'm just telling you, it happens every time. So is there <laughs> anything else you'd recommend for Universal before we head over to Walt Disney World? Um, oh, you know, we were we were um, really impressed with three broomsticks. We did that for breakfast um, in Diagon Alley, and the staff was amazing. Uh, the food was varied. Uh, my husband and I are vegetarians, and my daughter and niece are not, and we were all very happy with our breakfast. And it was just such a great way to start the day. It was nice to sit for a few minutes, get some coffee. Um, so yeah, we really love the three broomsticks. That was great. Great recommendation. People love that place too. I mean, it gets mm -hmm. consistently rave reviews for the theming, the food, the, just the at, the overall atmosphere. And, you know, just like I said, the, the dining options. So it's great to hear. Okay. So over to Walt Disney World. You guys did it right as far as your accommodations over at Walt Disney World. See, Sapphire Falls is nice. Don't get me wrong. But you even stepped it up when you headed over to Worlds. Tell us about that. Yeah. So um, because it was my daughter's graduation trip, I let her pick and she wanted to do the Beach Club Resort. So we were able to get a two-bedroom villa um, nice. Tuesday through Sunday. And it was just a standard view. But that room, I... It was bigger than my first apartment, Mike. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy how, how much space we had. I, I'm telling and you. And laundry. Yeah. It, I it, mean. <laughs> those villas are nice. They, you want to yeah. fall in love with them. They, they make it really hard to go home. Because <laughs> we, yeah. we, I've only stayed in like one of the larger villas once. We had a two-bedroom at, um, at Old Key West with Scott's family before a cruise one time. Because he's DVC. So we like that is like we split it and I gave him some money. And yeah. I'm telling you what, that thing at Old Key West was so big. I told him, I'm like, because we had a, I mean, our old house was super small. I said, this thing might have the same square footage as our house. Like, it was so big. We, like, the girls would be in the villa. We didn't know where they were. You know, like, I mean, because it yeah. had the, like, deck. It looked over a golf course. And, God, it was so fun. And the thing is, I don't know if this happened for you. I, I ask you real quick. You, you were closer to the park, so, because you could walk to the studios and walk to Epcot. Old Key West is mm -hmm. a little bit different. It's almost like a little community. But what I found is when we were there... It totally kind of had us hanging out at the villa because we we're with our friends, too, that we don't see as often more than going to the theme parks. You know, we had all these plans to go and do this and that at Disney Springs, go to the theme parks and do that. A lot of times we went and got groceries. And we were baking cookies and we were just yeah. hanging out playing board games. It really did kind of change the way the vacation went for those three or four days while we were there. I don't know if that happened yeah. for you guys. Yeah, we um, what I a big theme of this trip was we had to pivot because of the weather because we were there, you know, it's hurricane season. Mm -hmm. And so we had a lot of heavy rain, but we had a great place to stay where we could all spread out. And, you know, we didn't really watch TV, but we had three TVs if we'd wanted to do that. Um, and my husband and I would make coffee. We made breakfast in our villa too, like, you know, sausage and eggs and mm -hmm. things like that. So yeah, it was, it was a great place to land and we didn't feel like we were missing out on vacation because it was so much space. Agreed. So, they, yeah. yeah, it's uh, but it does kind of it it makes the urgency to go to a theme park 
kind of melt away slightly because yeah. it and, and Disney doesn't use these terms in their marketing anymore. That home away from home. I think they did this more in the 90s, but that's exactly how I felt when I was there. You know, it, it, it felt very comfortable, very, you know, because you have you have a living room <laughs> and like and, and if you're meeting up with family that you don't get to see, you know, and I consider Scott's family like my family, but they're in Michigan and we're, you know, Missouri. And the only time we see each other is at Walt Disney World. But we don't get to ever just like, you know, sit down like we're in somebody's house, you know, and just like hang out. You know, it's, it's different to hang out together in a theme park because you're always constantly moving and, you know, standing in lines. Not the same as everybody's, you know, got a you know soda and you're playing a game of Yahtzee or something at a coffee table and everybody's got the, you know, got the game on. It, it was it was very uh is you know but we were at Walt Disney World too and then we go to Disney Springs at night grab something if we wanted to eat you know on a boat yeah it was, it was nice yeah so uh, tell some highlights from this time though it looks like you guys had some really good meals I'm looking at some of the, you went to some of my favorite places yeah I'm trying to look at, um so yeah we we'd never been to homecoming yet so our first night we went we strolled over to Epcot and then left there around eight and went to uh, homecoming and we all really really enjoyed that uh, we had amazing service exceptional food and leftovers that we could bring back mm -hmm. to the villa. So that was, those were, that was like one of my favorite moments of the trip was like the next day, my husband was hungry. It was like 11 PM and he goes, oh, I have leftovers yes. from homecoming. So he's bringing out mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and eating it in our villa. So really enjoyed homecoming. Um, Wednesday, we called it our Tron day because we had not, you know, Tron had opened, I believe in April. Mm -hmm. And so this was our first trip after it opened. And so we wanted to, get that, get that done. And we were successful. It was kind of a mixed blessing. We got in the virtual queue and we were group four. Oh. So I had to rush the family. We got to go. We got to yeah, go. I, I never thought about that. Cause you think you won the lottery, right? Because you're like, yes, yes. I didn't get group 96. I got group. Holy. I got group four. Everybody let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, I, yeah, so I never get to, that lucky. Yeah. yeah totally. We actually, uh, Oh, this is, I think this might be good information to share. I'm glad this came up. Um, so we were, we were group four. And we got to the park. Oh gosh, I, I think our, our window got called right away. Like like the park opened at nine and it got called at 9.15. Mm -hmm. And my niece got pulled away for extra scanning. And so I went up to the guest services window and said, what's the grace period on this? You know, is it is it five minutes? Is it 15? And she told me, just get there as soon as you can. As long as it's clear you're not abusing it, they should let you in. But don't go at 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we got there, I don't know, 15 minutes past our boarding group. They didn't care. No one even said anything. So it was fine. And I think, too, that'll kind of, as we move further and further away from the opening of Tron, that'll probably loosen up as the popularity and the, the intensity of the experience kind of dies down. But that's good to yeah. know. And I'm a worry wart. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, Yes, I stress the all days. the time. Exactly. Same. Like, I'm, I'm like, such a rule follower. So that's the too. thing is, if it me says 9.15, I want to get there at 9.14 just in case. Uh, oh, like, if you're on time, you're five minutes late in my book. That's, that's, sure, that's how I live sure. my life. And that's why I felt bad about tonight because I was kind of late with the show because Mallory's cheerleading. But the whole thing, I, exactly. I'd be like, oh, of all days for somebody to get pulled for like extra screening. Are you kidding me? We have a virtual queue. Like, you know, if we're just strolling down Main Street, USA, never happening. You know, if we're just getting coffee. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But it was it was fine. She just she just explained to me that as long as it was clear that we weren't trying to like cheat the system and go at night or something. She says, just get there as soon as you can. You should be fine. I'm like, excellent. So that was that was fun. Um, glad glad we did it. Everyone fit comfortably. It was it was great. You know, I love every time. It's the first experience is just really really I agree. special. So. I agree. Except my first experience, I got busted with something. What I have in my pocket? I had something in my. I got I got I got on the bike and they they're like you have something in your pocket. We're shut it down. I had to get off the thing, take the walk of shame, put something in my locker. I think I had sunglasses on. It was so oh, embarrassing. And I totally didn't do it on purpose. I just totally forgot. I was, I was solo and I just yeah. had him in. Oh, man. It was because I am a real follower and I was not trying to get away with anything. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like uh, in that, the Monsters Inc. movie where somebody had a sock on him. That's exactly yes. how I felt. I was like, oh. 2319. Exactly. I was like, they're going to shower me and like shave me or something. I'm like, this is the worst. Everybody's looking at because in that queue, everybody looks at you, right? Because they're mm -hmm. all looking down at you. Like, look at that clown. He's trying to. 
yeah. scam yeah. this. But it is a great ride. I, I love it. I'm glad you liked it too. Yeah. yeah awesome. um, and we were we were lucky. Like just a little bonus. It's our it was our first time riding it, and we got the very front. Oh, so um, my husband just said Millie gets it. It's her graduation trip, and so I she and I got got the front, which was really fun on the video. You know that you get in the app. Oh. We got to be the first people through. Got to give a dab point. Yes. Dad point yes. there. All right. So give us some more highlights though from uh, either that day or just, I just love hearing about the trip. <laughs> we did have, we had kind of a downer, but it's a learning opportunity um, on Thursday. So, so the Tron day was great. We, we did take a midday break and go back because it was the extra magic hours for staying at a deluxe. Mm -hmm. So we, I, I believe we were there till one in the morning. And so we slept in a little and we, our first appointment of the day was prime, uh, 50s Primetime Diner at Hollywood Studios at 12.15. And our plan was to walk to the Skyliners and then take it to Hollywood Studios. But there was so much rain that they'd shut it down. And I I was very frustrated because, uh, you know, where, where I was at, I didn't have a lot of options. I couldn't walk. Um, I mean, I could, but we didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And it was pouring rain. Um, they did bring buses for us. Um, but it took, it took a minute. I, I want to say 20 to 30 minutes till the buses came. And then we were late to our lunch reservation, but they were, I mean, it was only maybe 15 minutes and they were, they were great. I just explained them. I said, sorry, the Skyliners were down and we couldn't get here. Um, but they did let us go in and we had the funniest server. We still talk about her. I, I don't remember her name, but we were laughing so hard at this. So she was giving us attitude um, <laughs> about how like, like I, I caught that chicken that you're eating right now. And I fell in the mud. If you give a care, <laughs> we, we were, we were just hysterical. And my niece, I didn't warn her about that restaurant and how the servers could be. So she was like, this lady's really friendly. <laughs> Where did you bring me for lunch? Uh, yes. And what is going on here in Florida? <laughs> I love it. But it was good, and uh, we were fortunate. We we hadn't seen Fantasmic since they added a few new scenes, and so we did the dining package to make sure that we could kind of not have to camp out to get a good spot, and that was worth it for us. You know, don't have to do it every time, but um, really enjoyed seeing Moana, and uh, and the the weather cleared up for us. So we we were a little worried earlier in the day that it was going to be rained out, but we were we were good. Okay, gotta ask you this though. Fantasmic Disneyland, Fantasmic Studios. Which one's better? I think Disneyland's yeah, better. Yeah, it is. I hate to say oh. it because it's my new thing. That pirate thing yeah. is so cool. And you're right there. Yeah. I mean, I know you're standing, but man. And I, it totally got me because Scott had seen it before. And he's like, he got us like right up on the, he got us a great spot because I hadn't seen it. He's like, got to see this. He's like, I've seen Fantasmic. You're like, you have not seen no. Fantasmic out here. Yeah. So we get right up there. We're like right under a tree or something. Mm -hmm. And he's just standing next to me. Boom, that cannon goes off and that, that thing's right. Like, I mean, it's like 15 feet away. My heart like jumped out of my chest. I probably jumped five feet off the ground. He was, uh, he was laughing so hard. That thing scared me to death because he knew it was coming. I didn't see it. Yeah, I, it was. I, yeah, I love it. I'm glad it's coming back here in, you know, in the spring or, you know, early yeah. summer. I'm excited. Yeah, it's, it. it's, it's good. I do. I do. I do admit the uh, the world experience is a lot easier because you can sit. Right. You can. It is It's so much easier. <laughs> but just talking show to show, I think Disneyland for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, it's cool that they're different, though. It's always yes. I am. I'm all about that. Like, I love the Cars lands out in California. Don't bring it to the studios and yeah. give us stuff like we don't need to have Galaxy's Edge at both. Now, the more I think about it, you know, yeah. I like the reasons to kind of jump around and get to have different stuff. You know, variety's great. Totally agree. Totally cool. agree. All right. So you guys also did Yak and Yeti over at the Animal Kingdom. So what highlights from your Animal Kingdom time over there at the park? Yeah, we, I, not even exaggerating, we had the best server I think we'd ever had at Yak and Yeti. And we told her as much. We Her name's Jennifer. Uh, unfortunately, it's a very common name. So I, you know, there might be more than one Jennifer, but um, she was fantastic. And uh, I used to be a waitress. My husband works in hospitality. And we told her, like, you are the best server in the history of the world. You're so good. Um, but yeah, we love Yak and Yeti. We think the food is fantastic. The, the theming is so fun. And, you know, just get off your feet for a minute and get some iced tea refills. <laughs> it's, yeah, It's a great place to go. I haven't like been there in years, but I love it. Like, but the problem is there's so many restaurants and 
I run into, I'm a creature of habit, right? I have my favorites and I always want to go back to my favorites. And then that leaves very little time to go to either new places or places like Yak and Yeti that great food, great atmosphere, but it just doesn't have that like hook. You know, it's not a character meal. Um, you know, 50s prime time, like you said, it's got the, it's got the, the whole, you know, shtick, you know, it's got the, it's got that, you know, sci-fi. I can't ever get in there, but it'd be fun. Cause it's got the cars. It's got the movie trailers. You know, there's something, there's some kind of draw to it. Yak and Yeti is just a, it's just a cool restaurant with a great environment and awesome food, but yeah. you know, and there, there's a lot of great counter service food at animal kingdom right now too. So I can, yeah. tend to go counter service. I also yeah, like we, Tusker house. Yeah, we we love uh, it's with Yak and Yeti. We we can't skip that restaurant because my husband just loves the Asian fusion, mm -hmm. and I mean, especially if you're doing a multi-day day trip, you know, there's so many burgers and fries, burgers and fries. It's so nice to mix it up with something, you know. And I love burgers and fries, but I don't need it twice a day every day. And so to be able to sit down and have, you know, seared ahi tuna and garlic, you know, noodles and just mm -hmm. totally different food. We we really we just always end up at Yak and Yeti. Well, I'd imagine that's a great restaurant for vegetarians, right? I mean, because I'm not. I mean, I'm yep. like the opposite of a vegetarian, but I mean, I would assume that has a great menu for vegetarians. Yeah, yeah, they have very very satisfying like pad thai. Uh, they have tofu options there if you want tofu. Um, but yeah, we we'll, we get garlic noodles. We they they have they have a lot of options for us that are very very good. And then they also have you know very palate friendly things like like the chicken and the shoestring fries that's what my daughter gets um so you know something for everyone i think i got like fried green beans or something that you mm -hmm. did those, those are really green beans <laughs> and my my hack on that if you like spicy they have a wasabi uh aioli and it's spicy as heck and you you get both sauces and one of the managers came by and said oh that's that's our hack too you get the sauce that comes with it that's sweet and then you get the wasabi aioli on the side and it's spicy and you can go back and forth. And I read on Twitter just yesterday that people who eat wasabi, that it's like the ultimate hack for your brain. It keeps your brain like your brain never ages if you eat wasabi. I mean, uh, you probably burn your brain totally out is what I'm thinking because wasabi is so smoking hot. But apparently it's like yeah. the it's like world hack to keep your brain uh, healthy. But I don't know how, you know, you read on, I'm sure it's true if it's on Twitter, right? It's a hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to believe that. And I'm going to burn my tongue off too at the yeah. same time. Yeah. you got me. Uh, so you, you mentioned there was a lot of rain while you guys were down there. So how did that affect what you guys did? Did you, did you miss out on anything? Did you, were you able to accomplish what you wanted? What was that kind of side effect? Yeah, we, um, we did accomplish everything we wanted, um, but our takeaway from this trip was if your priority is something that's going to close in the rain, do that first, because good most idea. of the time the showers would come in the afternoon. That's a good idea. Um, like I, I'm trying to think, um, Universal is the easiest example. Um, we really wanted to do Hagrid's and Velocicoaster, and both of those are not fun if it's raining. They might close. If they don't close, you're getting pelted with rain. Yeah. So we did those before noon. Um, because they, they would close like 3 PM till whenever. And then of course, when they opened up afterwards, everyone yep. went to the line. So that would be my only tip is that if your priority is going to close, possibly <laughs> do that early. Um, but we had to pivot a lot. Um, like with the Skyliner being closed on our way to our lunch reservation, that was, that was a little bit of a bummer. There were a couple of times we wanted to do midday breaks at our pool and, and it was closed. Mm -hmm because they said, well, if there's lightning or, so that was kind of a bummer too. We would just hang out in the villa, um, went to beaches and cream and killed some time there. Nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, but I did feel out of place cause I had, I had my swimsuit and a cover up. Um, but they, they were like, you know, it, it happens, you know, we're right by the pool. It happens all the time. It's fine. But, um, yeah, we just, you, you, you have to expect the rain and just like we, we brought, flip-flops and water-friendly shoes. And then when, when it started pouring down, we would kind of pull over, take off our regular shoes yep. and put on the, the, the flip-flops and a poncho and then just keep on trekking, you know, through the parks. Yeah. So. When you're there in June, it's going to happen. June, I mean, yeah. summertime, it happens. So like yep. I said, though, I think you prioritize 
morning time, get his get those yeah. you know, things you got to get done done. You're, that's a good point because come you know two o'clock, all bets are off, and it's usually out by like dinner time. So you yeah. just got to watch yeah. that. But that's a good point. And also, I, I love that tip about the Skyliner. You have to be aware because the Skyliner could shut down for weather at any time. So just kind of have a backup yeah. plan. That's a good tip. Yes. Uh, and so before we move on to this other trip that you took just recently, which I got to get into because you guys did a lot in a little bit of time. Yeah. But yeah. one last memory from this trip. I mean, is your daughter's graduation trip. Did she have any like uh, feedback from the trip? Uh, you know, memory like that you're going to hold on to from this particular trip that you'll always remember. Um, you know, we just the overall theme being her graduation was was really special. We we got her the Mickey Mouse ears, which oh, I'm gonna get weepy. I remember when she was little and she saw them at a Disney store, and I said, one day, when it's yep. your class, you know, you're you're wearing these for me, and she's like, of course, of course. And so getting those for her was was very special, and she wore them every single day, and she got her button. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're celebrating and so many cast members congratulated her and, you know, made some small talk about what's next. You're going to work. You're going to go to school, like taking some time off. They were so it was, it was just so neat to see her like proud of an accomplishment. It's a mm -hmm. milestone. Um, and so and, and then we got a Christmas ornament that was a Mickey with graduation ears and we put it up, you know, last weekend. First time on the tree. Yes. I went, oh, <laughs> I know. And you're like. It was just two weeks ago that you had her there, you know, as a five-year-old looking at those ears, right? I mean, it goes so fast. And I think that's why so you got to, you got to treasure all these trips. You know, I'm seeing it more, like I said, you know, I just celebrated my 50th birthday and it, it, it does like you start reflecting more as you get a little bit older. And I, I, I honestly still feel like I'm 21 and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. But, you know, I'm starting to see like, you really have to. Because my youngest now is, you know, halfway through her sophomore year. Like in two more years, sure, oh. my youngest will be out of high school. And it's just one of those things like I'm really savoring like every basketball game, every football game that she cheers, every competition where yep. 10 years ago it was more of like a, oh, you know, it's another practice we got to take her to. It's another game we got to go to. It's it's your perspective changes when all of a sudden it, you, we were talking about this in the pre-show, right? Because you, your, your daughter is also into athletics is that you're consumed by all the competitions for a while, but then all of a sudden you realize it's not there forever. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know, they, they grow up, they become adults. And I mean, you get proud of them in a different way because you see them become, you know, they, they, they start to have their own families. They become their own people and they, you know, they're very successful and all that. But I mean, you want to still have that five-year-old, you know, I still see my 27 year old daughter is the, the seven-year-old that I used to coach. You know, when I see her on TV on ESPN plus sitting on the bench for, her basketball team, I, you know, she's, she's yelling at all these girls, you know, and stuff like that. And I still see like me yelling at her when she was seven, like, ah, you gotta keep hustling. So it's one of those things to savor these memories. That's why I love talking to folks like you because I get it, you know, like how cool is that though? That I love that idea of a Christmas ornament. Cause you'll have that on the tree every year. Remember this trip, but I love the idea about the ears. Cause I didn't think about that. That's, that's a great yeah. tip for a lot of folks. Yes. People need to do that. Yeah. Did, very special. Does she keep those or they like hanging somewhere like the, the ears? Has she got them like at a room yeah, or something? Yeah, she has little hooks. Um, I think technically the hooks are for ukuleles, but <laughs> she she puts the ears on the hooks. It's a good idea. So they're, like she's going to keep them. Well, cool. Well, congratulations to her. So make sure you pass that along. It's super yeah, cool. Telling. All right. So now let's let's get down to you mentioned you didn't want to be on your feet too much. Well, that that goes out the out the door with this one. So last month in November, you had the opportunity, as many of our listeners do, because of, I think you said it was like expiring uh, travel credits. Travel yeah. credits. Okay. That that gets us all down to, to Disney destinations. Sometimes we're not expecting it. You know, frequent flyer miles are going to expire, you know, uh, hotel points, whatever. And all of a sudden, I, it would cost me money not to go. Right. So, yeah. boom, all of a sudden we're there. Like, and, you know, that's how it happens. So tell us how this came together. And you were down there at the beginning of November. You got a, you hooked in a bestie. I've done this with Scotty G many times. Scotty G's got me. I hear you. You're talking to the choir right here. But uh, give us some lowdown on this trip. It was kind of last minute, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, for me, I part of why I like Disney World so much is I love the planning. I love the anticipation. And all of my trips I plan nine, eight, nine months in advance at like maybe further. Mm -hmm. um, but this one, it was the most last minute trip I've ever planned. I planned it 
I think I was 29 days out. Um, Yeah, it was, um, it had its own blessings though. Like, like knowing that I was planning for something just a couple weeks away was really fun. Um, It just, it just felt so like once I made reservations, I got it. I just, they were locked in. I'm like, I'll be there. Um, If that makes sense. But yeah, it was, it was, I had some credits that were going to expire and I really wanted to go to Disney World and I talked to my hubby and I said, I'm either going to invite my mother or my best friend. And I talked to my mom and she's actually recovering from knee surgery. So she said, catch me next time. And so I tagged in my bestie, uh, 29 years of friendship. And uh, he hasn't been, he, he's never, he had never been to um, Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom. He went to Epcot when he was nine years old. So he barely remembered it. He says, wow. I remember the ball and I remember, um, I don't even know what else he remembered. I, but yeah, it was, he'd been to Magic Kingdom in the last 10 years with his nephews, but that was, that was the extent of his experience. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of new stuff fun. to see. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, so did you like, just like, did you try to, cause I mean, you had such little time, right? I mean, and I think a lot of us as the the big Disney fan try to, you know, air quotes here, school the rest of our traveling party, you know, prepare them, get everybody ready, everybody on the same page before we hit the ground in Florida. Or did you just like, <laughs> we're going to get here, we're just going to roll with it. I mean, because you guys did Universal and Disney all kind yes. of just at a breakneck pace. Yeah. So we, uh, I, I did, we, we met for lunch and I gave him a printed itinerary. <laughs> I love it. Which we, this is part of why our friendship works is he's very fun and very funny and light. And I am not, (laughs) (laughs) but we appreciate each other and what we bring to the friendship. So I said, this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it this way. And he was like, "I, I, I speak this language. And, um, we, we got an Airbnb, which this was my first experience, not staying like on property. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was great for us is that we each had our own bedrooms, our own bathrooms and a hot tub, nice. which saved us because our feet were hurting really bad. Um, but yeah, we did a, we arrived on a Sunday night, had a great flight in on Delta. And then Monday, I think we got to park, like we were within the first 30 minutes of park opening. Um, but we did two parks one day. We had great weather, no rain, a little bit of gloom, but no rain. And, um, we, we did everything we wanted to do. Like it was such a great time and it was so fun to, to, you know, to be there with him, to ride all these rides and just cram it in. And only two people, we moved very quickly through the parks. Yeah. I could imagine just two adults, you're just ripping through. So you started with universal first and then went to Disney or. Yeah, we did uh, one, one day at uh, universal. And then I think, gosh, it closed pretty early, uh, seven, seven o'clock. So we went to Publix after that and got food and then just went back to the house. And I think I ate Gouda macaroni and cheese that I got at Publix. <laughs> oh, man. I hope, yeah, I hope somebody got a pub sub. You know, we were looking, um, oh, but we ended up oh, not. But we were, we were trying to. Opportunity we trying missed. To. I go all the yeah. way to Florida for those things. Yeah, we were, we were looking, <laughs> but they didn't have anything that, that looked good at the moment. But it is on my list. So good. So. <laughs> no. so yeah. Okay. So universal, you go over there and so just real quick though, cause we have about 10 minutes, just give us some of the, I mean, cause you're right. I mean, when, when it's just two adults and really you didn't have that much time, but that leads to just the spontaneity of everything, right? Because you don't have to have a huge agenda. You can just kind of see what pops up and how much did he kind of lead the way? Like with, with his bewilderment of new experiences, like, Oh, what's that? You know? And you're kind of like, well, let's go check it out. Did you have any of that stuff pop up? Oh, well, no, he, um, this trip was very like game face. You know, we, (laughs) um, I did ask him, I said, your opinion matters. What do you want to do? And he made me laugh because, uh, he says, okay, I want to do Hagrid's and Velocicoaster because my friends who have been say those are very unique attractions. Got to do it. Um, with Disney, he said, I need to go on that avatar ride. He didn't even know what it was called, which is fine. Cause I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yep. Um, and I think Tron just, you know, that's the new, the new kid on the block and guardians of the galaxy. And then he said, if we have time, I wouldn't mind trying the Ratatouille ride. 
So he had just maybe five or six things that were on his to-do list. Um, but yet at um, Universal, we started at Islands of Adventure and we just literally did everything in order. Like we started at Hulk because that's the first roller coaster to mm -hmm. the left. And uh, the water rides were down for refurbishment, which was fine by me because <laughs> of what happened last time. Exactly. Um, yeah, that was no, no, no harm, no foul. Um, we rode Kong, Skull Island. Like we just, we just went in a circle and it was a Monday, November 6th. No one was there. Um, it, it was just ghost town. I mean, I think maybe the crowds might've showed up that weekend for Veterans Day, yeah. but yeah. it was very not, not crowded at all when we were there. So um, yeah, we rode everything that we wanted to ride. Um, got on, oh, we did Hagrid's two times. We did it last ride of the night, got in about 10 minutes before park closing. And it was only about a 30 minute wait. And we, so it was fun for us because it has the big old light on the front of the bike and we were on the front. And so that was kind of a cool experience for us. Sweet. That's awesome though. When you can catch universal with no crowds, because yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, yes. it, it's for something about that place. It feels even more empty than like, I mean, Walt Disney world just never feels that empty. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. universal when it's empty, feels more like a six flags, like on a, you know, like a resident school, you know, like a local park more than yeah. like Walt Disney world just feels more like a global park all the time. It, to me, it just yeah. never feels like, uh, local events affect it. It's just global. Everybody's there. Oh, all the time. I never catch a low crowd day there. Never. You know, even if I'm there, doesn't matter. <laughs> I could be there anytime, like for a social media event when they say, oh, this is low crowd. We're going to have you down. Uh, it's, it's always busy. Uh, so over at Walt Disney World, though, how'd you guys attack that? Because you called it, I love it, the highlight reel kind of trip. Highlight reel. The big stuff. But yeah. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm looking at my itinerary. Uh, Tuesday, we went into Epcot and I wrote down on my itinerary priorities, test track, Frozen Ever After, Guardians, Ratatouille, and Moana Journey of Water. <laughs> So yeah, we, I grabbed a, we did Genie Plus. I got a test track fast pass for or lightning lane for it, but we ended up dropping it because when we got there, it was only 30 minutes. So yeah. I canceled it and grabbed frozen instead. Um, but yeah, we love test track. We did break down just before the launch, which was, it was kind of funny because we just pulled out some gum, made conversation with the gentleman next to us, but <laughs> I, I was texting my family the doors were we were just about to launch and we broke down and they turned on all the lights so it's a little anticlimactic but we still had fun um they just continued the ride like normal after that just yeah, too bad so we did that. <laughs> you don't get to do the loop <laughs> yes. um we did guardians twice um right after that so we were very fortunate with the walking we did test track I think we hit up a food booth. I took him to a club cool to try some of the sodas. And then we did a virtual queue with cosmic rewind, which we got everybody wants to rule the world, nice. which was really fun. I still haven't gotten September. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. I still haven't gotten it. Um, but no, it was a really, it was a really good ride. And then, uh, yeah, we went to a couple food booths. I'm trying to think like we, we had some, I, I had some vegetarian options. I had this vegetarian slider that was amazing. And then we went to, um, I got some vegetarian Buffalo wings and Brussels sprouts. They were so, so good. So we really enjoyed the food booths and used the fast pass for frozen. Really liked that a lot. Um, I mean, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun ride and he it didn't is. know anything about it. So, um, the drop, I was trying to, I was trying to spring it on him, but he saw it before it happened. So Spoiler. that was fun. Spoiler. Oh, real quick, yeah. Let me ask you this because I get your opinion. You've been on all this stuff. Velocicoaster uh, or Guardians, which one is the superior experience overall? I think overall it has to be Guardians, but it is, it's close. Yeah. I, I think Velocicoaster is great because it's so smooth the, the, the queue is great. The, the setup of the ride is great. Like they're going to let you loose in a Velociraptor pen. You get to see life-size Velociraptors like next to you in line. It's, it's such a great ride. They're very different we experiences. Yeah, they're, they're very different. It's really not a fair yeah. question. But that's also what I like about, about Guardians is that, um, you know, motion sickness aside, it's a very smooth ride. Mm -hmm. It's a good long attraction. So you feel like you know, you got your, your weight's worth, so to speak, you know, like it's not over in 30 seconds. It's, 
it's a couple minutes long and it's so delightful. Um, they're, they're, they're both great. So, but I think in a pinch, I'd pick guardians. <laughs> I just like to see what people say that go to both, especially on the same trip because they're yeah. different experiences, but if you like, you had to pick one, which one yeah. you pick. So, okay. Continue though. Give us a couple more highlights from, uh, from this whole, because in the end, I mean, just spoiler alert, you guys walked 45 miles on this trip, 45 miles. So for those of us heading out for marathon weekend and you're doing the dopey challenge, that's only three miles short of where we get six medals for this. You should have gotten at least five and a half medals for this trip. Just saying. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what do we do? So I have to, I have to look. Um, Epcot day was a very successful day. We did everything. We did one thing that I don't, I wouldn't say I regretted it, but, um, the wait for Ratatouille was over an hour. And so we decided to take the Skyliner to Hollywood studios and we got on the, um, Hollywood tower of terror because we, we don't have that anymore because now it's the guardians mission breakout. Yep. And he said, I love that. I, I miss the Hollywood tower of terror. And, and I heard it's different, but he didn't know how it was different. And, and I didn't spoil it for him. So we were able to go on that and, you know, he, he loved it, had such a good time experiencing something new. And then, um, we went back on the Skyliner both times. It was so nice. It was just beautiful weather. Got to talk to some people from out of town. Um, and then when we got back to Epcot, uh, Ratatouille was a walk-on. So we were able to wow. hit that up. Yeah. Like we got to the last part of the line. Like we walked in, it was less than 15 minutes. So oh, we were able to accomplish that last minute. And then, again, he hadn't been on it. So that was fun. Um, but walking out of the park was rough. We were, I, didn't, I, I told him, I don't know how we're going to do tomorrow. Um, but the Epcot day was, was killer. We, we had two parks that day. And then let's see Wednesday, we did animal kingdom in the morning, just hit up all the priorities. We did, um, avatar flight of passage. We did the Kilimanjaro safaris, expedition Everest lunch at Yak and Yeti. We hit up the Nemo show and dinosaur. And then we left. And then we park hopped to Hollywood studios and we had a sci-fi diner reservation at six ten, and we got, um, same day reservations for Oga's as well. Nice. And so really good dining day. And, uh, Oh, I had a tip I wrote down, um, on rock and roller coaster. Unfortunately, his magic band flew off Oh no! and it was such a bummer, but I'm not going to keep you in suspense. He got it back. We had to report it to the blue umbrella people who saved us. Those people are awesome. I mean, for everything. Yes. I mean, they, yeah, seriously. If you have a question, like you need your fortune told, just ask. Who knows? They can solve yeah. anything. Yeah, they're magic. So we went up and <laughs> hung our head in shame, said we lost our magic band. And they said, report it. Um, you're not going to get it back tonight. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, sure enough, a couple days later, we got an email. They said we found it and they mailed it to us. So it there those people are magical real quick though because one the one attraction that i'm shocked that i haven't heard you bring up is rise was was your friend not interested in rise at all because no, i would think that'd be he like a headline was, was. but we have that here ah yes i didn't think about that see there yeah. it is because you guys have galaxy's edge uh good point yeah yep, we point. wanted it was one of those like we both love that attraction and if the if the line looked reasonable let's do it but no but that makes sense why you know, waste time because you can do it home yeah, yeah pri priorities were i mean yeah. we did the hollywood uh tower terror twice we did rock and roller coaster that was great um we skipped phantasmic this time what else do we, oh we did we did runaway railway even though we we now have that here yeah. just because he hadn't been on it yet and i got a fast pass for it so why not? That was really fun. Yeah. Although the rest of the trip, we could not stop singing that song oh, in Mickey's voice. Yeah. And we, we don't do a good impersonation. So we were annoying each other, but that's good. It was, good that's one of my best memories is we're singing it poorly on the way to the car, you know, <laughs> I, but this song is annoying. And by the way, I love the whole Toontown in Disneyland now and how runaway Very railway fun. is out in Disneyland. I, cause I was out there when they kind of they had an event I got to go out to for, and uh, I didn't love that area. It's so cool yeah. looking back in that corner of the park now. So cute. Yeah. 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 I love area. Toontown. Oh, it's, so yeah. It makes me, it makes me feel like a kid. It does. It's a neat little area. It's so cute. Yeah. So give us a few more highlights. Um, let's see. Our last day was really fun and we, we pivoted. We started out at Tron, um, got to do that. Um, we did the laugh floor and he got picked to be Sully, which was really nice. funny for me. Cause I took some pictures of him while he was snarling. 
Um, but we're both we're both theater people, so he's he's a good sport. But yeah, he got picked to be Sully in the show, and I was just delighted. And then his favorite character is Stitch, and we were walking to Tron, and Stitch was on his way to a meet and greet place, and so we got to meet Stitch, and I got to see my friend revert back to his you know ten year old self. He was like, Stitch, you're my favorite, and <laughs> we took pictures. It was just such a fun like start of the day. Um, we did Big Thunder, and then uh, I looked at him and I said, "Okay, we 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 can park hop or we could stay here. What do you want to do?" And he said, "I want to go back to Animal Kingdom and do Expedition Everest again and Yak and Yeti again." And so I have the Landry Select Club membership, mm -hmm. and I don't know if that helped me or not, but I told them, and we were able to get in in about forty-five minute wait. Um, I've heard, I've heard that thing is worth gold for Yak and Yeti, by the way. Yes. I, there's, I think there's a couple of restaurants at Disney Springs too. Like, mm -hmm. cause you get a credit, for, I think you pay 25 bucks, but you get the credit back immediately. Like when yes. you use it. So I've heard that's a huge tip. Get that Landry's, whatever that, get the that club is. Card. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it, yeah, definitely. For I love Yak it. And Yeti. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. So that's what we did. We went and uh, we ate at Yak and Yeti again and we did a, uh, Expedition Everest one more time. That's another like top five for me. I just, I, it's such a solid roller coaster mm -hmm. and the is great. Um, and I, I didn't tell him anything about it. And he said, that is a really fun ride. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. So it was a great last day. Um, and then I think we left and looking, our flight left at 8 PM. So, uh, we, we got, we got two parks that last day and then just drove to the airport, sat in the lounge a little bit, uh, and then headed home. It was a great, Great trip, man. I hope you caught some Z's on the flight across the country on the way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> been it tired. was kind of funny for me. Um, since I was booking with points and credits, he and I were on separate itineraries and he got bumped forward and I was sitting with two children and it was so much fun. I think if I were guessing they were six and nine, two little boys and they were recommending movies to me. They said, <laughs> oh, have you seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? You should really watch it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the kid like tipped over and fell asleep and I just leaned on my hand. And I slept a little too. It was a really fun flight home. That'd have been my luck. I'd have been like, Oh my gosh, fuck. I'm teaching again. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. Uh, I, I taught elementary school. I've heard, I've heard that story before. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. It was fun. Two great trips though. I mean, I love it. You know, your daughter's graduation got to go down with your best friend and I mean, you put the pedal to the metal there and just kind of uh, see what you could do. And wow, you guys got to see it all. So as we wrap, and this has been so much fun, so I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and really start a great week with us here on the show, especially during this busy time of the year. But, uh, you know, one last thought or one last tip from either one of these trips or, you know, just something you want to share with the audience in general, maybe something you learned or just something for the greater good of the podcast audience out here. Um, you know, I, I know it's a little cheesy, but I think it's, it's totally true is, um, Okay, I'm, I'm talking to all you planners like myself. <laughs> you're talking to 98% of our audience right now, just so you know. <laughs> I know. It. That's, that's why I love this community. Honestly, it's it's because it's people who don't make me feel out of place because we're all about the planning. <laughs> but I've had to learn that some of my favorite memories always happen on the stuff that wasn't scheduled. Like like running into Stitch. We didn't plan to meet Stitch. We ran into Stitch. It's, it's a magical memory for me. Um, that, that song from Mickey and Minnie runaway railway, I I'd heard it before, but hearing my bestie sing it back to me in a Mickey voice, the whole rest of the trip, like that's funny. And we didn't plan any of that. So you have to kind of, if the plan gets, gets altered, it's okay. <laughs> so that's, that's all I'd have to say. It's an attitude. It's an attitude tip. That's right. Roll with it. You're Walt Disney World. If it rains, yeah. dance in the rain, you know, just keep going, have fun. You know, if, if you can't get your perfect ADR, there's so many great snacks. There's other great counter service places to eat. There's other sit down restaurants. Maybe try a different cuisine today and maybe that could yeah. be your new next favorite restaurant. You never know. That's a great attitude because yeah, you never know. yeah, just, just roll with the punches. And I mean, life's pretty good when you're at a Disney destination. That's what I always say. Hey, hey great way to start the week. I mean, I'm excited. I love hearing about this. So Leslie, thanks for taking the time and uh, can't wait to be out on West coast, best coast here in a few weeks. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I always love your, your trip reports, Mike. <laughs> I listened to your last Disneyland one at least three times. Hey, so. this one hopefully will be even better because I get a little running in there. Get, I've got my four-day park hopper with my Genie Plus. There's one day, Scott's dad, I don't know if anybody knows this. 
maybe I'm breaking news right here. Scott's dad's joining him at Disneyland. I think it's like his first time at the park since like forever ago. So like there's one day where he's going around with his dad. So I'm going to be on the loose by myself. So I'm going to be going crazy between the two parks with Genie Plus just riding everything like a madman. So this is going to be wild. I mean, between running a 10K and a half marathon and eating all the good stuff because they got all the good snacks. You know me, I'm cheap. So I'll probably won't sit down. I'll just eat snacks all day. Oh, I cannot wait. So just get Disneyland ready for me. Tell them I'm coming. Just, oh, uh, I will. I will. Okay, good, I'll get right on deal. it. Good deal. <laughs> All right. Thanks. You guys have a happy holiday season as well. I appreciate you very much. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Have a good holiday. All right. Don't forget our show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip this week for no additional cost to you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link this busy holiday season. It supports us throughout the year but especially during this time of the year. So please bookmark it and use it as often as you can. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You make these shows possible. We couldn't do it without you. And you can become a patron yourself, just $5 a month. It's like a cup of coffee a month, and you can support our podcast and you'll get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over and join our little club. It's uh, Patreon.com slash podcast. Give me a follow on the social media at be our guest Mike on Instagram and threads and Twitter slash X. I'd love to talk to you this week. And don't forget this Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. We open up the phone lines so that we can take your calls and talk Disney. Anything that's on your mind, it's a good time. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Of course, hashtag Scotty G joins me as well. And <laughs> Sometimes it gets off the rails, but that's what we do. We just hang out together for an hour and take your calls and have a good old time. So join us Sunday night. All right, we're going to jump out of here and let you get on with your week, but we'll be back again on Wednesday. You have a list or question. We'd love to hear it. Send it in. You can just email that right now to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put list or question in the header. Again, that's Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com for listener questions. We'd love to have those as well. So for Leslie out in California, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.